0: The Coach's Plan podcast is recorded on the traditional unceded territory of the Wollastowig and Mi'kmaq peoples. This territory is covered by the treaties of peace and friendship, which these nations signed with the British Crown in 1726. The territories did not deal with the surrender of lands and resources, but in fact recognized Mi'kmaq and Wollastowig title and established the rule for what was going to be an ongoing relationship between nations. At Coach New Brunswick, we pay respect to the elders, past and present, and we are grateful that we now get to share the space with the descendants of this land. We honor the knowledge keepers and seek their guidance as we strive to develop closer relationships through sport, education, community, understanding, truth, and reconciliation. Thank you for listening in the same spirit. Welcome to the Coach's Plan Podcast. And if you're joining us for the first time, you've picked a very weird episode. Please go back and listen to some other ones and then come back here when you're done. I'm your host, Ashley Milani. And it's been really weird trying to figure out how to write this last episode. Uh, Well, last for me, maybe not last for you, but I'll get into that later. Looking back at all the episodes I've produced and what I've tried to accomplish here with the coach's plan, it's hard to pack it all into a neat little box at the end, but I suppose that's kind of what it's like planning a season of training and competition. You know, you lay out your objectives build a schedule to support it, plan some fun activities and push yourself and others to grow and challenge them to think in new ways about the task ahead of you. And then you actually live it. And it all comes undone after the first week or so, you know, best laid plans of mice and coaches and all that. So what do we do when it comes undone? We go back to the drawing board. We re-strategize, we reschedule, we adapt. And usually what comes of that is an even better plan than the one that we spent all that time on in the first place. For me, an important thing that I tried to do as a coach in most of my practices to maintain some sort of organization and feel like I was keeping my season on track was utilizing the end of practice debrief. We preach about the debrief a lot in the NCCP for coaches, coach developers, athletes alike. It's a really powerful learning tool and one is that it is easy to forget and leave out at practice. Um, You know, as the session's wrapping up, your athletes are rushing off the field to get onto their other parts of their lives. You're cleaning up, trying to reset the space, but it's important that you spend at least five minutes at the end of each practice to debrief and review everything that you've worked on in the past hour or two. Debriefing and relating the work that your team has just done back to the objectives that you were trying to achieve throughout the practice is a key part of learning and long-term retention. The questions to ask in a debrief include, how do you feel? What happened in this practice? What did you learn? How does that relate to our goals this season? What if? And what next? So that's what I'm gonna do at the end of these four seasons. I'm gonna take less than 10 minutes with you to show you how the debrief works, go through these questions and help you understand this key process. So I guess number one, how do I feel? Uh, As you can probably guess, I feel such a mix of emotions. Pride at this project that was created from nothing but blind ambition and many YouTube tutorials. Sad that it's coming to an end. Hopefulness that you were able to take out at least one thing from these these episodes and use it in your own practices. Number two, what happened? At the beginning of this project, I set out to give you, the coaches, the tools that you needed to take control of your coach development path help you plan the perfect season, and you know, selfishly, I was excited to become a better coach myself in the process. Many topics were covered from sports science, conflict resolution, uh, society and culture, and more importantly, though, the impacts that Ted Lasso had on our community. But it wasn't always smooth sailing. COVID had a major impact on the production of the third and fourth seasons, and threw a giant wrench into my understanding of the current coach landscape, general reality. um, And, you know, through some challenges my way in making this podcast that I thought were really going to limit my ultimate goals with it. But number three, what did I learn? Number one, easiest one for me is going back and listening to these episodes and trying to remember everything I've gone through. It was really interesting to see how much more confident my voice got through the seasons and more sure of itself it was you know, listening to myself as an interviewer become more relaxed, more intentional, you know, actually able to listen to my guests rather than just waiting for them to finish that answer so that I could respond with my next question. There are so many people, so many talented people doing great work in sport and in this community in New Brunswick. Each of them come with a unique perspective of the community on the art of coaching and, you know, how we should be leading this space. And I found that to be a really special part of this journey. I also learned that many people are very happy to help and are just waiting to be asked. That's probably one of my biggest takeaways: is that uh, people that I thought, you know, maybe not a, who had no idea about the podcast, who had no interest in what we were doing, uh, were more than more than eager to to come on as a guest and share what they what they know about coaching. Um, you know, as it turns out, Olympic level athletes and coaches are community members just like anyone else. You know. And are just as human as the rest of us. So, uh, you know, it's it's really great to see people who are working at that level. You know, they haven't forgotten what it was like just to be a kid playing on the playground and, um, you know, getting cut from their their school sport team. As a side, big thank you to everyone who agreed to be on the podcast as a guest and take time from their day to explain what they were doing to make their corner of the world a little bit brighter. Uh, this really wouldn't have happened without all of you. Um, my other one takeaway, I think is, um, you know, planning the perfect season is easier said than done. Uh, when there are so many different things to be thinking about these days, it's impossible to expect that something won't go according to plan. Uh, so, you know, if I could go back and look at it again, uh, I would say, you know, it's not about planning the perfect season. It's about how do I react to the challenges and situations that come my way and how can I, how can I grow from those? The fourth question in the debrief, uh, how do the things that you've learned relate to the goals that you set at the beginning? Like I said, planning the perfect season isn't possible, it's still something we should strive for though. Um, my other thing that I, I feel like I can, you know, kind of relate back to my initial goals where I really do feel like I became like a more organized, compassionate coach through learning from all of my colleagues and guests in these interviews. Um, and it's important to note that like, what you learn is maybe necessarily always what you set out to learn, but that doesn't mean it's not important. And that doesn't mean it also can't help you along uh, your your journey of growth and development. Uh, fifth question, what if? This one's a hard one for me because I tend not to dwell on hypotheticals. I like to plan for them in the future, but I don't like to beat myself up over things that are outside of my control that have happened in the past. So it's hard for me to go back and say, you know, oh, what if this, what if that? Uh, because that's not what happened, and all that I really could do in the moment was react to the things that were coming my way and and deal with them in the best way that I could okay, that's not true though I do have one kind of real what if um, you know, what if I had just been a little bit more creative, maybe a little bit more pushy, and figured out a way to get Jason Sudeikis onto an episode, uh you know Mr. Ted lasso himself that. Some part of me feels like I really actually could have done it. Um, But I also recognize that the multi-sport NCCP uh, coach education delivery in the province probably would have suffered for that. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably good that I didn't pursue that that item. Lastly, finally, number six, what's next? Uh, This one's a big one for me. Um, I can say for certain that I won't have time to host a podcast in the next two years while I'm in school. But this project really has helped me prove to myself that it is a thing I can do if I wanted to in the future. You know, the next two years, I plan to be buried under a mountain of homework and orthotics casts. uh, But that's about as far as I care to plan out for now. I find for sport and life, it's important to have a vision of the future, but not to plot out every single point along the way, because, you know, that's how you miss the really fun detours in life. As for what's next on the podcast, that has yet to be seen. Hopefully someone within Coach MB in the future will be able to pick up this project and keep it going. But you know what? I get it. It's a lot of work. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, And um, you know, we're kind of living through a golden age of podcasts and maybe people are going to get sick of them in the future. So who knows? If this is the last episode, if this is my last transmission from my little coaching bunker, um, I just want you all to know that I appreciate the support you've shown for our little show uh, in the past four years and that that you're all making such differences in kids lives in ways that you'll never imagine Um, and i don't want you to take that responsibility lightly so that's it that's how you go through a debrief that was really quick probably less than 10 minutes it doesn't need to be you know a big uh life reflection like i've just done it could really just be what happened in the last hour, maybe your athletes only have a couple, couple words really to answer each of those questions. Um, but if you can get into that regular habit of going through this exercise, you'll find that they, uh, you know, maybe start moving their answers from little shrugs and I don't know, I don't know coach to, you know, I think I actually did this part pretty good. And, you know, you said you wanted us to work on this. And I think I actually got that done this practice. Uh, and you know, that's all we can really ask for at the end of the day is for, is for you to be working with your athletes in a way that helps them get just a little bit better than they were before Um, and along the way all those little pieces add up into uh, uh, yeah into a life's journey okay that's it for me no more waxing and waning take care of yourselves keep striving for more take care of each other and get to practice already Da 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 da.